When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Where To Go. I'm James Atkinson, brand manager at DKI Witness. And I'm Lisa Richards, senior editor at DKI Witness. And welcome to Where To Go, where every fortnight we find out more about the world's favourite travel destinations with those people who know those places best. So we've got a special guest this week, right, This is going to be a really great episode. This is going to be a really good one. Yes, I'm quite excited. Um, So yeah, um, do you you want to do a bit of an introduction, Lucy? I'd love to. So folks, if you, or UK listeners, I should say, cast your mind back to MasterChef, the professionals back in 2020 and a very recent Christmas special. um, And you will then know who we've got the winner, the Christmas winner, which is Santosh Shah. Yes, Santosh. So um, uh, we're delighted to welcome Santosh Shah. Um, born and raised in Nepal, Santosh worked his way up the culinary ladder in Gujarat and London, working at some of the city's best restaurants, including Cinnamon Kitchen and the Michelin-starred Benaras. In 2020, Santosh hit the headlines on BBC One's MasterChef The Professionals, proudly showcasing his food heritage and winning rave reviews for his inventive dishes. His mission is to show the world how amazing Nepalese cuisine is, starting with his debut cookbook, Isla, published very, very soon, and hopefully the opening of his very first restaurant. So watch this space. But for now... Welcome, Santosh. Welcome, Santosh. Hello. Thank Welcome. you. Hello. Brilliant to have you on the podcast. So with Santosh, our special guest, we'll be breaking our format a little bit. Um, We're going to talk about three different countries he spent a lot of time in, Nepal, India and the UK. But first, we'll chat to Santosh about the foodie side of things. So Santosh, um, I think the first place we have to start really is food and uh, and. I mean, my first question really is, why cooking? So why is food so special to you? Yeah, uh, so uh, namaste and happy new year. And uh, good afternoon, year. good evening, uh, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, why cooking? Is This is a, a great question, you know, uh, for the chef. For me, yeah. it's like, um, I started cooking when I was 14 years old. 
Before than that, I was giving a hand with uh, my mother in a mm-hmm. kitchen when I was young, like 10, 10, 10 12 years old boy. And um, uh, I moved from Nepal to India uh, when I was 14, 15 years old. And then I started as a kitchen porter. And when I went to India, I don't know, I want to be a chef mm-hmm. or I want to be, I don't know, I, I, I don't have any single idea what I want to mm-hmm. be. Uh, yes. Just to, I wanted to have a job because I'm from very poor background uh, and uh, I just wanted to have a survival job, anything mm. there. And then when I went to first job uh, as a kitchen porter and I see, I didn't know, one guy asked me to let, let's go and I find you a job. And I went there and I got a job and I see the hotel. Oh my God, he's like speechless for me. The building, the kitchen and everything. And I started uh, as a kitchen porter and worked three months there in the kitchen. And then mm-hmm. I decided, because so much happening in the mm-hmm. kitchen, you know, so much happening, yeah. so it's much a place uh, to be place. in a hotel, oh isn't God. it? Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah. I never seen anything like uh, with a long hat, with the chefs <laughs> and chef jackets, and so big ports and kitchen and everybody, why chef? Yes, chef. We do like a, like a, like army style and so much happening things like you watching movie, yeah. you know. So yeah. and, and and then I decided this is I think uh, this is for me and uh, being Nepalese we are uh, we know to cook from the childhood because you see your mother your sister uh, they are yeah. cooking and you giving a hand you bring vegetable from the uh, garden you do, like uh, vegetable the, here is uh, have rich people who have a garden mm-hmm. we yeah. are in Nepal yeah. who is the poor who have a garden okay. So like yeah, uh, yeah. the different around. So we had a garden because we are poor. We grow our vegetable ourselves, you know. Yeah. Lots of things like a coriander, eggplant, um, okra, a potato, wow, uh, lots of things, banana, lemon, everything is now. I still I have in my uh, village. So nice. I know these things and these things helped me to be a mm. chef. And then one day time came and then I start uh, ask uh, executive chef, uh, can I work as a chef? I really want to work mm-hmm, as a chef. Mm-hmm. And he said, I have a vacancy. You need to handle the fire, like a tandoor. So burning yeah. tandoor. And uh, yeah. I'm very confident in that. Even <laughs> I can touch the fire with my bare hand, you know, so like, <laughs> still now. And I said, this is the pine. And he said, you sure? And yes. So from there, the food connect me. Mm. And uh, why cooking? Because of this, uh, now 21 years, I'm just cooking. Wow. And the food connect to people. Yeah. Yes. Food, yeah. food touch your soul. Yeah. You know, mm. I think food have so much pleasure yeah. than yeah. anything, yeah. anything else, you know. There's so much, so much pleasure have an instant result. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. So when you put, uh, uh, when I give to, uh, when I cook and I give to people and I, I just watch his face, I can tell he like it or not. The result yes. is there, you know, and how much you like it or how much you like it. So that's where I like this uh, profession and industries and the why cooking, mm. you know, this is the way. It's and a, that's it's why. an instant gratification. And, yes. and, and everyone like, you know, you, you, you kind of eat for necessity. But when you go to a restaurant, when you're kind of experiencing new flavors, you're eating for enjoyment, yeah. aren't you? You're kind of, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, food, it's entertainment as well. And as also a, food, have everybody have a different uh, perspective. Like uh, the way the way you see mm. someone uh, live for the food, you know, someone mm, mm. eat uh, food to living yes. life. Someone call yes. foodie themselves. Someone uh, eat uh, for surviving the life. You know, say they yeah. have a different connection. And one things in a life you need for sure the food. Yeah. You know? Yes. For yeah. 
you know, lots Everyone of things you needs. don't need it, but everything, you know, every day you need a food to eat, you know, and uh, this is the life connectivity, the enjoyment, the culture, the religion, lots of lots of things connecting with the food, yeah. lots of things. Yeah. It is a central part of everyone's yeah, life. Yeah, and, and, and it's a way of bringing people together, isn't it? I suppose that's another sort of just a really important thing and lovely thing about food. Santos, you talked then about the drama in the kitchen where you were working when you were younger. How did that compare to being on MasterChef and the drama of the, the series? <laughs> oh, that's a, a totally different, you know. Mm. I can uh, remember every single bit what I what I was doing uh, 21 years ago yeah. in that kitchen. And what was, uh, people were joking with me uh, like uh, all the time because I, many things I never seen, like 80% things I never seen what yeah. are happening in the kitchen yeah. and what was in the kitchen. Lots of things, only vegetable or rice or flour. Apart from that, I never seen uh, anything what I was learning there. And mm. Master of Kitchen is lots of things I have seen. <laughs> uh, there, there is a di- very different uh, a variation, but in different mm. level. Mm. Uh, so Master of Kitchen had a great experience for me. And uh, it was learning as well. Same uh, when I was 21 years ago, uh, learning point of view. So th- this was the same drama, <laughs> same everything. Same, uh, everything is same, you know, it's fantastic for me. Fantastic. And um, and I, I I mean, I would say, uh, firstly, congratulations on your your uh, winning the Christmas special for <laughs> MasterChef. We just saw it. Um, uh, you did a brilliant sort of uh, Nepalese Christmas. 17 uh, dishes. Yeah, 17 dishes. It's wow. Incredible. I, it, it was 18 dishes. So I, I give a 17 dishes list and I finished 10, 15 minutes before and I had a, one more <laughs> chance to do something. And the festival extra, so oh. I make it 18. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't see that. That's. Uh, um, uh, I, I mean, ju- that's just showing off, Santosh. That really is. Um, but, but yeah, congratulations. And um, uh, one, one of the best bits uh, for me of watching it was um, uh, seeing the little VT at the start of you going back to Nepal and actually the, some of the reaction that you've got from uh, audiences back home in Nepal. Um, I think you showed you getting off your flight and being greeted by people at the airport and things like that. Um, how was that for you? How, how was how was that experience? That that was a fantastic, so emotional moment for mm. me, and uh, I can't. If I talk about this, I I get yeah. always tear in my eyes, you know. And uh, I'm so emotional, man, you know. Yeah. So that's why I think that emotion come in my food, and that uh, could become a fantastic, you know. So everybody, people like yeah. it. And when I went to home, I was I didn't tell anyone I'm coming to Nepal. Mm. I didn't say anyone. Uh, and I don't know how the people find out. Uh, I didn't post even in, in my social media mm-hmm. to I'm coming to Nepal or uh, I'm in an airport or anything. I didn't, uh, anything. Just went there. I see there uh, people was waiting with the uh, flower mala. We call, I, yeah. I don't know how yes. to call it in English that uh, mala and uh, the respective things, uh, flowers, bouquets and lots of lots of things. And like uh, you uh, receiving prime minister, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like prime minister coming from uh, abroad and dealing with the big I'm, things. I'm not sure our prime minister would get such a welcome, Santosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think any, any prime minister was. And lots of and uh, hundred and hundred student, uh, the chefs who uh, who is in the culinary industries, and they was lining up with my wow. posters. Wow. I mean, that, and that that's was incredible. without winning, yeah. you know, just uh, being uh, second, third place, whatever uh, they was give me that time, and uh, it was fantastic, you know. And when I went there, every five star hotel, I uh, they want to I stay in their hotel, <laughs> and uh, every, almost 
every culinary college they want to have a guest lecture i mm. did that one and mm. domestic flight everywhere was free for me oh wow wherever i want to go how many time i want to go i stay four month i i didn't spend any single penny in <laughs> nepal by eating traveling uh, lots of sponsor lots of charity work uh, i i i got lots of money for um, my library i'm building building library okay. in my village Oh cool cool. So lots of money for charity uh, I did charity events as well. So it was fantastic. It was like uh, I never imagined it can be happen something like this is someone I never seen anyone who and uh, one simple chef you know uh, and uh, did a little bit uh, for the mm. Nepalese food and mm. uh, it I I can I if I we, we talk about this one it will be a whole day okay. So. <laughs> I mean it's a I think it's a it's that kind of pride that people have in 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 the showcasing of Nepalese food and I think um so often like uh, you know in 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 the UK and the US we think of you know there's lots of Asian cuisines we celebrate but mm. Nepalese uh food isn't it, you know it's it's kind of um coming up in a way but i think that's the first time it's really been showcased on on mainstream television in the uk and mm. um yeah i think you've got a lot to be proud of santosh for sure thank you yeah this is the first time someone did uh, does uh, done for nepalese cuisine and uh, you know one one fact things um you know nepal nepal uh, we have we are tourism country mm. and uh, we believe on food and we believe in culture food culture and never done anything for the nepalese food uh, justice and never thought mm. it can be if you go in any hotel restaurant in here in uk or even any part of the world you will find the nepalese people be uh, be mm. a chef in the, that kitchen Mm. but uh, they never done for the nepalese uh, food because they they think they that will be never happen and uh, i try my best and uh, it, it happen now i think it will be within a 5 years 10 years it will be you cannot you going to see lots oh, of nepalese so, yeah. Yeah. everywhere yeah. can't wait <laughs> be so amazing speaking of santosh what's happened since you know we've heard that you might be opening your own restaurant Yeah I I mentioned in a show as well I'm uh, I I want to open a fine dining restaurant in a central London yeah. fast restaurant Fantastic. and then moving around uh, in the world and going different different places so uh, I have uh, seen okay. few places I put the offers I have a backup I have a investor everything is ready and the place just Oof. need a gotcha. place to <laughs> open a restaurant fantastic and finally and we're going to get on to talking a little bit about travel and, and, and more about nepal in a second but can you tell us a little bit about isla so uh this is your first cookbook um it's been published by uh i'm, I'm delighted to say but published by dk which uh, uh we're all really excited about here um but can you tell us a little bit about the sort of how it's been writing that and uh creating the recipes for it Yeah so Ayla is uh, name is my cookbook um, the first cookbook mm-hmm. is coming and uh, doing by Dike uh, that's so fantastic uh, I'm so happy when uh, it deal was done and everything and Dike was agreed to let to the cookbook uh, Nepalese cookbook by Santosh it was fantastic that moment I can't oh. uh, describe you know the so I was so happy so happy oh. then the other publisher and other uh, going with other people you know yeah. so Ayla I I had an idea about the uh, cookbook uh, before the master chef mm. but I don't know how we're going to do it so after master chef uh, uh, showing so showcase the all those nepalese food and uh, I wanted to do a cookbook uh, that cookbook will be easily 
uh, easy for mm. the home cook. Yes, yeah, a home cook book. So and the uh, master chef cooking a little bit mm-hmm. uh, difficult and the complicated and everything. So yep. I don't want to do the fine dining or anything. So I went to Nepal for the main reason to Nepal, going Nepal to researching mm. about the cookbook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I stayed for for five months. Five months I stay there, and I was researching about the cookbook, going every household. I was going uh, every restaurant, hotel, meeting with the lots of chefs, lots of people, and uh, eating their food and uh, writing the recipes. And I, when I come back in UK, I was doing at my home practical how I gonna to do the ingredients, mm-hmm. what I uh, what we can find easily, spices, and the, that's. And then I bring it to Isla. So um, I think third of February in the UK, twenty sixth of April in the in the US. So it's coming out over there as well. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll love to try for a couple sure. of the dishes there. Um, but for now, we're going to talk a little bit about your three destinations, um, probably through a bit of a food based lens. So uh, let's get to it. So firstly, Santosh, let's talk about your home country of Nepal. Um, and can you sort of start with uh, some of your earliest food memories? You did t- touch on it a little bit earlier about like, you know, cooking with your mom and stuff. But what kind of dishes were you creating? Uh, was, was your mom creating? Was that? Yeah. So if we have to talk uh, about the food memory, earliest food memory. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you see the final dish of uh, rematch. 2021. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yeah, ne- yeah. The feast of Nepali dressing. Yeah. That's my earliest food memories. Yes, because... Everything, that, the plates. Because those are celebration dishes, aren't they? The kind of festival yes. dishes. Yes, so all the celebration dishes and that uh, when you celebrate in a, like a, here, Christmas uh, mm. gift. So like a Christmas food, the kids will yes. remember that yes. for the yes. long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. My grandmother was cooking this. My mother was cooking this in Christmas feast. You know? My mother cooked roast potato is the best. The, the kids talk yeah. you know, later, you know. We can talk like this. So same things in Nepal. We had uh, what I cook in a, a final uh, for the, the 18 dishes there. So earliest food memory and maximum things, the whatever is dry there, yeah. I, I bring from uh, Nepal and my uh, prepared mm. by my mother. Yeah. So that uh, rice cracker, everything, when I bring it from there and I, I, um, I wanted to cook uh, that things in a TV show. So that's my like, um, we call birya, tilori, Dowry, so that kind of food, you know, for me is like uh, you're still getting uh, sly in my mouth. You know, so when you remember that, <laughs> when I talk about this, you know, and one thing I like. So if you are going Nepal, you know, with my experience, I try to cook like the same ingredients I bring from Nepal, and I'm cooking here. Yeah, it doesn't come that taste. What I what you taste in Nepal mm, mm. because. And the weather, the air, the water, the ingredients, the uh, even tomato, the everything is from there, and they combine together, and that's come brilliantly different. Yeah. There's a unique but flavor you, to it when you have it over there. Yeah, yeah. But when you're cooking here, you don't yeah. get that one. Yeah. So I always, I will be suggesting to everyone when going to Nepal, just focus on the food. And uh, hiking, you know, the most people go for yes. the hiking there. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, food is there, fantastic. Whatever you like, you know. Yeah, even I cook a, a vegan 18 course in a final. Yes. It yes. was a vegan food. And when you go to Nepal, if you like a meat, uh, there is a wild boar. 
there is a rabbit, there is a um, goat, there is a lamb, there is a buffalo meat. Oh my goodness, like <laughs> you, you're going to have to enjoy. So there is a river yeah. piece, you know. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, but, but I mean, you wanted to showcase sort of the vegetables and the produce mm. that you get in Nepal. And, and you know, you, that was enough to create 18 courses. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, I think that says something really, doesn't it? That's, uh, yeah, that's a, at least my food memory. And then eating with uh, my mother, the rice and curry and uh, lentil, um, uh, uh, simple potato uh, mm. pickle yes mm. made by mother you know mm. with mustard oil some uh, raw, raw salads onion you know like this I, I i think i will never forget that uh, food what i was eating in yeah. earlier memory yes and then yeah. for someone yeah. santosh who knows nothing about nepal how would you summarize nepal would you sort of say to people you know it's all about the food you met you hit on hiking as well as hiking that's a big thing in nepal so if if uh, like uh, whoever go in Nepal, they don't know anything about Nepal first. You know, they just take the risk and let's go in Nepal. And just research <laughs> that, that would be quite at a least, big step. Uh, yeah, at, le- at least at least nothing. We will go not to see the Mount Everest. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they have, they have a one hope. You know, one hope, and then they went, and then later, if you see anyone, you ask them, and they will say, "Oh my God, this was a fantastic experience going Nepal." So whoever don't know about Nepal, we don't have mm-hmm. a sea. Yeah, you know, yeah. we have a mountain, we have a Himalayan, we have a landscape, everything there, and uh, food, the culture, the happiness, the people, you know, the you, whatever you want in Nepal, even hiking, trekking, uh, uh, paragliding, bungee jumping, <laughs> and you know, the rafting, whatever you want to, you to do. do in your life, everything you can do yeah. in Nepal, you know, everything. It's quite, it's quite a unique sort of geography, almost Nepal, because it's like right in the obviously in the middle of the Himalayas, but like kind of um, you've got some of the best bits of that kind of Central Asian kind of ecosystem in a way in terms in terms of giant mountains you've got forests yeah it just looks quite a, a sort of an amazing okay, natural playground yeah. in a way yeah and the, nepal is like a fantastic for like every kind of people if you have a lots of money you can go like a luxury you can live life like yeah. a king yes and if you have a less money and you want to do everything in that money you can have a backpack and you can go that yeah. way as well so do you have a zero from the like you want whatever you experience you want in nepal uh, you you can set your budget and you can do everything yeah. whatever you want. It's like, and uh, because when we plan for a holiday, going any place, you first we think about the budget, what we have a budget, and why, how much we're gonna to spend. So that that you can easily match there and do lots of things in the minimum budget yeah. as well. Cool. Fantastic. And, and and you sort of talked um, to us a little bit about like kind of going back to Nepal as well recently. And um, uh, I, I was just wondering, like, do you have any particular favorite places that you've like towns or cities that were that were particularly inspiring or pe- someone should definitely go and visit? So uh, being a Nepalese, uh, I, I, I still need to discover the fantastic place in Nepal. There is uh, so many mm. places in Nepal. Uh, uh, Rukum, Rolpa, Dolpa, and one place is like only they allow uh, ten thousand tourists in one place, and they still have the kingdom, still have the the cave and everything that near um, um, China, the yeah. near Tibet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there is a, so many place in Nepal. Uh, in one visit, you cannot finish it. 
Yes. You know, even the, if you go in the Darjeeling side, you go Mount Everest side, you go Annapurna side, you go Kokpokhara, you go Kathmandu. You know, it, it's so many places to go in Nepal. So many places. <laughs> so, you, but uh, depend on you what you like. You like uh, Himalaya side, uh, like uh, like uh, someone from Africa. They don't have uh, never seen uh, Himalayan or uh, Mount Everest yeah. type. So they they will go that side, and who from the like Scotland always have like a winter. So why you will go in the uh, uh, mountain side? They will go from like uh, where I belong yeah. from. So every, depend on who you yes. are, what you looking for. So there is a, everyone fulfilled if you wanted. You know everything there. Wow, that's a that's a great advert for Nepal, <laughs> and uh, you know quite quite inspiring to go too. And um, uh, for anyone who's like kind of planning a journey to, to Nepal, like I mean, as you've just said, uh, where would you start? Like, is it just a question of like kind of understanding what you want from it? Uh, you know, what you want to see, and 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 going from there. Um, if you had two weeks to do it, how would you plan those out? So you have only two uh, two week. You're going for a Nepal. Yeah, say, let's say that only <laughs> that's two weeks. That's yeah. a two two days to go for two weeks. Okay, at least go <laughs> yeah. for a month. <laughs> I will suggest you, you know, and uh, go in a, like a, and depend again. Uh, you you like summer is a big hot. You get tan like a, um, anything, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go winter, there is a winter place. There is a autumn. There is an autumn place. So where, whenever, whatever is suit for your body and whatever you like to see, it can. But two week, um, if I am going two week in Nepal, I will spend a few days mm-hmm. in Kathmandu. Yes. Not not spending lots of money in Kathmandu because capital always is expensive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Every country. Every country. There's capital always is a expensive. market for sure. Yeah, and uh, save money for the other place because the people, who, whoever going for, as a tourist, what they do, first time they go in the Kathmandu, they stay there and they find the fantastic yeah. place and they yeah. spend all the money, Yeah, you know. And uh, after that, going in a Pokhara and other place, and they say, oh my God, why? what I did there? <laughs> why I spent their money? That's a beautiful place that yeah. here, you know. So every time you go there, you know, different, different place, they have a uh, totally uh, different. So don't spend uh, first week so much money. Save for the next week. We're going out of the valley and then you see the fantastic place. So if I'm going for two weeks, I will be spending few days in Kathmandu. Then I will be going direct Pokhara. From the Pokhara, I will be going to a hiking in um, that nearby uh, mountain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then flying to going in a Buddha place, Lumbini. Uh, from there to Buddha, where the Buddha was oh, born. Yeah, cool. Oh, cool. Oh, so oh, seeing wow. that place. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that holy place we're yeah. going to see there. And uh, going to for the safari, going to see the elephant and the uh, arviano and, uh, you know, uh, all uh, these things. And two weeks. Oh, that least, sounds okay. epic. So, I mean, that, 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 is, that <laughs> is quite an epic adventure for sure. And, uh, <laughs> listener, well, I hope you've written all of that down because <laughs> yeah. that, that, is, that is a really, really good guide. So Santos, your first trip to India was when you were fourteen. What what was it that tempted you to India? So first time I went to uh, India. So from uh, I live from India border just fifteen kilometer, uh, okay. fifty kilometer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so fifty kilometer you going inside and then India start and then the, uh, but till fifty hundred kilometer it look like the same like our village mm-hmm. and everything in the inside even and then uh, I I take a train. And first time I seen the train uh, when I was 15 years old. So never seen before oh, train wow. because we don't have a Nepal. We don't have a train. And uh, so it was fantastic. And that uh, from there, it took three days in the train and the same train, uh, three days 
not yeah. changing anything. Oh, wow. A local train in one train will be like a hundred and hundred people in one uh, bogey. And then I went there called Gujarat. Yes. So Gujarat uh, is a dry yeah. state. Mostly people mm-hmm. is vegetarian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very well developed. And it was 1999. So, yeah. And then uh, I, I discovered so many good things in uh, there. The language was different. The food was different. The wearing clothes yeah. was different. You know, everything is different. That I was just uh, like, um, uh, you know, like a baby. <laughs> I was watching everyone, you know, like, oh, what's happening there? <laughs> Colorful dress, you know, uh, everything. The festival they celebrate is a fantastic, you know, they are so happy dancing. Then, then uh, after a few years um, spending there, um, be a chef, and then I start earning a little bit money, and then mm-hmm. every month taking two three days day off. Yeah, you know I'm not taking every week. Yes, yes. I'm taking once yeah. a month. Yeah, but I was uh, traveling to India oh, because India yeah. is a so big yeah. country, and then going in the train, coming in the train, uh, going in some different different city, and uh, discovering the food in the, starting from the same uh, state. The estate, one estate, is a uh, bigger than whole country sure. of Nepal. Yeah. You know? Did you always did you always travel by train as well? Did you kind of yeah go... train, and then I started earning money a little bit. Then I take it the uh, domestic yeah. flight, and but it it was after ten years, not the before than that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was training. Uh, like I never even bus is very very good there. So night bus, you finishing the night, and then overnight you travel, and then next morning you going in some place or some city and discovering things. Night you stay and then next day you were coming back again so i was doing that yeah. things in uh, and that was a fantastic uh, moment i i will never forget that things you know and, and what was like uh, what's sort of if you can think of one place that stands out from all of those like journeys and visits and stuff what's where's one place that you you loved visiting in you, india um in india so india i always um i like to visit mumbai mm, you know mm. mumbai is like um you know, ocean. Yes. Like, uh, city is uh, itself is ocean. How much you know, uh, you 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 know less. You know, is that uh, city? So, is you, there is just so many things. Even any part, you know, even Bollywood part, cricket part, food part, uh, visiting places. Yes. Uh, the everything is there. There's so many things, and I always uh, love to go uh, Mumbai. All the time, because well, the Mumbai where I was working in Ahmedabad, uh, uh, from Ahmedabad is just five hours from mm-hmm. uh, Ahmedabad to Mumbai. Yeah. So mostly time I came to visit Mumbai all the time, like uh, anything I find to buy or anything to visiting, I spend time, I'm coming to Mumbai. And uh, if I have to go again back, I will be going back uh, again and again Mumbai, Mumbai all the time. Fantastic. Santosh, how did your experience in India then change your or shape your perception of food? How did that feed, sort of feed you, as it were, as a chef? So, um, like, as I mentioned, you know, um, I, I'm from very, uh, like, a lower background family, poor background family from Nepal. And when I went to, in India, uh, I, w- I started to work in a hotel, mm-hmm. a five-star hotel. And there was all about mm-hmm. the food. Because yes. you don't know anything about the room and accommodation because you are just a mm. starting position. And all about the food. And uh, I, I I see food can be in this mm. level as well. Because for me, is a food is a for survival. Yes. You know, yeah. That till uh, from the childhood to yeah. young age, it was like a, for me, it's a survival. And there was for something else, you know, like... Uh, 
can be pleasure, can be function, can be connectivity, can be yeah. festival, mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. can be everything there. And uh, that was my mind was so yeah. blown everything. And and that uh, uh, when I when I when I was working, there was a continental section, there was a Chinese section, there was a Indian section, there was a local cuisine section as yeah. well in that hotel. And uh, I, I there was a tandoor section, there was wow. a curry section as well. So there was a and one section at least five six people working yeah, yeah. in a hotel. And I was thinking, you know, in my house, I have a, my, my mother is cooking and we're feeding five, six people, four people, and then one people is cooking. So the food changed everything. That's why, you know, within a three month, I, I decided to, I want to be a chef. I want to be a cook. I, I want to be a, succeed as a chef. Fantastic. Amazing. Cool. Uh, so next, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, your experiences in the UK. If you've been inspired to explore the vibrant flavours of Nepal, why not grab Santosh's debut cookbook Isla from WH Smith? Featuring 60 flavours and recipes, home cooks can experience Nepali and Himalayan cuisine in their own kitchens, with dishes inspired by the produce of Nepal's rivers and mountains. Alongside Santosh's own stories from the country, he shares the history of certain foods and recipes such as mouth-watering chicken momos with ginger and chilli, singing green mango and coconut chutney, and Himalayan yam curry. UK listeners can now get signed copies of Isla from whsmith.co.uk with a fantastic 20% off to boot. Just follow the link in our episode bio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, Santosh, um, we're now going to talk about your experiences in the UK. And how did you originally find yourself moving over here? Um, uh, and when did you move over? So, uh, coming to UK, it was uh, 2010. Mm. But before then that, from India, I went to uh, Montenegro okay. for like okay. one year. Oh, wow. So, I went to uh, first time from the India to going abroad. I uh, discovered Montenegro, uh, Serbia and Montenegro. And uh, I stayed for one year working in a hotel, discovering amazing food in Montenegro, the lamb and everything. And then uh, I, I didn't see my future growing as a chef. So I went back to India. Yeah. I stayed three, four months. And then I applying for different, different country. And then I got a chance to get visa for New Zealand oh, okay. and UK at okay. the same time. Oh, you know? wow. So, you, so, so, so that was a bit of a crossroads moment. That my, was pa- a... my passport and both were the same condition. Uh, this was a restaurant. Uh, also, this was a restaurant, work permit, work permit. And uh, I had I was watching like a page, which which country now it go, you know. So it was quite a difficult decision. 
and uh, I was just start researching about the food and everything, and then I found a very good connection with the India mm. and UK about uh, about the related rel- uh, related to food. Yes, uh, and uh, mostly celebrity chef. Uh, mm-hmm. Well known yes. in the world is from the UK, you know, London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Gordon Ramsay, Jamie Oliver, uh, Pierre Kaufman, uh, yeah, Pierre Kaufman, uh, uh, Marco yeah. White, the oldest people, Michelle Roux, you know, Junior Michelle Roux, Senior Michelle Roux, all the Roux family. They they are well known, and we are reading the book and everything. And I said, no, as a chef, you should go UK, you know. So I decided to come UK, and then uh, I start discovering the food and discovering. Um, Everything and when I arrived in the UK, two thousand ten, I started in the curry house and then I start uh, finding the new job, the fine dining, mm-hmm. the Michelin star. Then I, I start job in a Benares, some point. Yes, yeah. uh, Michelin star restaurant in a Berkeley Square, and uh, it was enlightenment for yeah. uh, food for me. The food can be done in this level. Uh, how they was doing that time in Indian food. And uh, I was cooking Indian food for 10 years and uh, Banaras was cooking uh, 20 years ahead. You know, what uh, What I, if I mm. do in that, uh, if I stay in India and if I learn that food, it will be 10 years, take mm. 10 years more. And I was so happy when I joined um, Banaras. So London uh, was, for me, was best choice and best decision to come London for working experience and food experience till now i f- i feel home home country now fantastic i mean yeah uh, uh, lovely to hear i mean and we're, we're very happy to have you over here yeah and also santosh thank goodness you did come over because otherwise you know we've got your beautiful cookbook coming out um you brought everyone so much joy on uk television thank goodness you did pick the uk <laughs> sorry new zealand <laughs> yeah the, sorry and, new zealand, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, in, uh, and introducing nepalese yeah, food exactly. to uk you know from, starting from yeah. the uk yeah that's uh, fantastic <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> um so, so sandra sorry you said you, you touched then a bit about london's food scene can you talk a bit more about that what what do you make of london's food scene is it sort of you know wonderfully diverse does it have room to grow is it slow paced is it you know fast paced what what do you make of it london for me uh, as a chef if i have to tell you know uh, is like this is a you know food hub yes you know yeah. uh, food yeah. mica because if you if you want to find the best mexican restaurant you know apart from sure. the mexico yeah. you will find in the london if you find the best indian restaurant apart from the india the out of the India, any part of the world, it will be in uh, yeah. London. Even uh, best French food, uh, apart from the France, yeah. you find in the London, you know. So everything, even Thailand food, Thai food, Vietnamese food, anything if you want, the best without going in their yeah. country, you know. Of course, their sure. country will be the best uh, from there. But if you want to find anything in the best, the, I think the London is the best. I have traveled so many countries, so many, even Stockholm, the Paris, they're different. If you go in the Paris, you find the best, um, mm. maybe Japanese okay, yeah, yeah. and French. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, you don't find any best uh, Indian restaurant. You don't find the best, uh, the other country food there, you know, best Chinese restaurant is there, it's not. But in London, you find the best Chinese restaurant and Ruang, if you go there, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. best, 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 you know. I mean, it's fantastic, you know, the London food scene is, uh, and every year they yeah. grow, mm. you know, it's not like going down. The Every year, coming something new trend, like a few years ago, it was Thai food uh, trend. Yeah. Then uh, 
in few years uh, later, it was a uh, Sri Lankan mm. food trend. You know, before 10 years, it was an Indian food trend, you know, so much mm. Indian food trend. Now it's uh, like an Indian street food trend. You know, and then now uh, it will be hopefully Nepali. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, that's the next thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I want that trade. Yeah, everyone's you know, heard it here first. That's, uh, that's... Everybody talking about the momos, yes. you know, shekua, you know, the, all this, the, what I cook in MasterChef, you know. So it will be, and this is a fantastic, I think this is a fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, um, thank you so much, Santosh, for giving a little bit of a insight into um, in, into all three places. Um, but uh, it's lovely to kind of hear a little bit about your kind of journey, your journey from you know from Nepal to writing the book to almost going back to Nepal and 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 uh, you know everything that's sort of and you know what's to come as well in terms of the the restaurant. So it's been fascinating to to hear from you and um, really inspiring too. I mean, I'm pretty hungry right now. <laughs> Um. <laughs> thank you and thank you and whoever traveling in Nepal if you say my name uh, at least uh, out of 10 people uh, 9 people will be know my name okay so you are going to have a good food good time okay? <laughs> tell them Santosh sent you <laughs> so, Santosh is my friend yeah just say Santosh is my friend okay <laughs> will do absolutely and um, uh, yeah and we, we can't wait for news about the restaurant um, so um, and, and the book too so yes once again it's out uh, February the 3rd in the UK April the 26th in the US and got, it looks amazing I can't wait to grab a copy uh, next time I go in the office bloody covid etc um i'm definitely stealing one so um that'd be great and uh but yeah thank you once again santosh thank you thank you very much uh and happy new year everyone happy new year stay chef namaste and stay blessed thank you thank you very much namaste once again a huge thank you to santosh that was how good was that oh it was so wonderful it's i mean he was you know really the people's champion and it's clear why just the way he's just his love of food is um, infectious and the way he talks about it and it's just wonderful thank you i mean hearing about his kind of life in food which is in a way a life in travel as well yeah Um, yeah uh and you know all of those kind of influences he's taken on and then you know coming back to um uh to his nepalese roots and rediscovering nepal and celebrating that food culture i mean it's it's incredible like i think uh yeah Yeah, super uh, excited for his book um and as he said great very proud that dk's publishing it but very very exciting to actually kind of move through it and then cook for our own loved ones from it exactly exactly i can't wait to try some of those recipes uh so um a huge thank you to santosh and then next episode we are returning back to our usual format so regular listening is resumed and uh we are heading i believe uh to the Basque country (gasps) yes i'm so excited i'm desperate to go to the Basque country um and we've got a writer on called marty buckley so it should be a brilliant episode who i believe is a bit of a food and drink specialist anyway (laughs) over there so so more food more drink (laughs) more enjoyment uh let's yeah yeah looking uh, forward to it looking forward to it a lot um so yeah but um but for now thank you listener um it's been brilliant to have you join us uh, along with santosh and um uh, and thank you lucy thank you james and we shall see you very soon where to go was produced by the team at dk witness and the wonderful julia baker it was presented by james atkinson and lucy richards and mastered by johnny coddington at bottle rocket recording For more information about DK Eyewitness, follow us on social media at DK Eyewitness or visit dk.com forward slash eyewitness. And don't forget to please like, rate, review and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Your support means so much to us.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.